Welcome to another episode of the Nerdcast. My name is Ryan of Neuroculture. This is the show where I review movies of past and present. I'm going to tell you about two movies on this episode. The first one I want to tell you about came out in 1984. It's directed by John Milius. It stars Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, Leah Thompson, Jennifer Grey, C. Thomas Howe, Powers Booth, among others. It is Red Dawn. This takes place in an alternate timeline of the 1980s where it's a small town and it's the dawn of World War III where, where this small town is invaded by a group of Soviet forces and a group of kids, mostly teenagers and young adults, escape into the woods, the mountains of where their town is and they hide out, they try to figure out a plan on how they're going to save their town and then they try to figure out are we going to join up with other forces, are we going to be able to retake America again, what have you, and the adventure goes on from there. Now, I was very, very curious to see this movie. I was very curious to see this movie. What would it be like? What would the setup be? What what would the cast bring to the table? I'll say this for Red Dawn. Patrick Swayze carries this film pretty well. I mean, Patrick Swayze, we lost him suddenly, you know, some years ago. It's very sad about what happened to him. Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. But you know what? He does a good job of carrying this movie. He is the heart. He is the anchor of this movie. Charlie Sheen, i got to be honest with you, he doesn't really do much of anything in this movie. He really doesn't. I mean, you could have cast anyone to play Patrick Swayze's younger brother in this movie because Swayze and Charlie Sheen, I believe, are brothers or their cousins. I believe they're brothers in this situation. So Charlie Sheen, (laughs) you really could have cast anybody and they probably would have done the same job or maybe even a better job I'm not sure that was my one of my biggest gripes about this movie is that Charlie Sheen didn't really have much to do he just followed orders he you know made rude comments to the young women who are played by Leah Thompson and Jennifer Grey in this case this is this is interesting coming where Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey would go on to make Dirty Dancing and star in that together they would be the two leads of that movie so they got a little they got a chance to know each other and work with each other before Dirty Dancing so I thought that was fascinating Leah Thompson man you know, I know her best as Lorraine McFly from the greatest, one of the best trilogies ever made in the history of filmmaking, and that's Back to the Future. But to see her do other works and other projects, you know, I've seen a few clips here and there of Howard the Duck. That was, that's just, that wasn't her fault. That's just a bad movie in general. But Leah Thompson in this movie, her and Jennifer Grey, I believe they play sisters in this case. Yes. They do a good job. They do a good job of what they're given. Are they given a whole, whole lot to do? No, but what they are given, they do a pretty good job with it. And Leah Thompson, man, to a certain extent, I would say she's a bit of a powerhouse in this movie. She has her moment to shine. Jennifer Grey has a moment or two to shine. Absolutely, no question about it. Overall, I thought this movie was fine for what it is. I don't think it... To me, I wouldn't count it as one of the best films that were made or came out of the 80s, but you know what? Maybe it's a generational thing. If you were young and you saw this movie back in 84 when it first dropped and you were a huge fan of it you support it that's great wonderful overall i'm going to give red dawn i'm still going to give it a decent rating i I think at the end of the day honestly it got better towards the third act of the movie to to a degree i'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 i still think it's enjoy not well enjoyable is probably not the right word but i still think the movie is Good enough for you to check out, give it a chance, see if you like it or not. I like the premise of it. I don't think it was executed perfectly. I mean, there's no such thing as perfect in this world, but, um, excuse me, this movie wasn't executed perfectly. I think they, I mean, the movie kicks off really fast. Like, as soon as the movie starts, you're pretty much just dropped right into the situation where the forces invade, you're with the kids, they're trying to escape and figure this stuff out. It's just, it's, it's nuts. 
So I appreciate them kind of throwing you right into the middle of the action, but at the same time, you could have done a somewhat better job of the setup. And I think overall, this movie could have been executed a bit better. I think this they could have done some uh, some really good things with this premise, and I think they did a few things, but they could have done more. And also, this movie takes itself a bit too seriously. I, I don't mind this movie being serious, because yes, this is a serious situation, there's no question about it. But you could have thrown in some more moments of levity. You really could have, and there just wasn't any... Com- I wouldn't say comedy, but there really wasn't much levity, if any. There really wasn't any levity within this movie so that's a bit to the movie's disservice it's a bit detrimental to the film i'm still going to give it a 7 out of 10 because there were action sequences i I enjoyed i think certain cast members did a better job than some of the other members of this cast and the third act really picked up and it you know it, it sent a bit of a strong message uh, to a degree towards the end of the movie. So overall, I'm going to give Red Dawn a 7 out of 10. I'm very curious to see the remake of this movie. I know it got panned by audiences and critics, but I want to be able to compare or contra- and contrast the two different versions of the story, Red Dawn from 1984 and then the remake of Red Dawn, which I believe came out between 2010 and 2012. I believe it was 2010, if I'm not mistaken. But more on that later. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on Red Dawn from 1984. The next movie I want to tell you about is Rocky Balboa, or maybe in another circle, or in some cases it could be referred to as Rocky Six. This movie came out in 2006, it was written, directed, and stars the one and only Sylvester Stallone. It takes place long after the events of Rocky V. Rocky is running a, dining, a restaurant, a dining establishment in memory of his wife, uh, Adrian. And he's got his boy, his former trainer, Apolly, there with him, who, you know, he talks to, so he'll spend some time with here and there. And he's got his son, Robert, played by Milo Ventimiglia, who we know best from Heroes, among other projects, and NBC's This Is Us. So Rocky Balboa is about him trying to come to grips with, where do I go after this? I really don't know anything else to do. I, I'm, I'm an athlete, I'm a boxer, it's all I've ever known. But he's trying to run this dining establishment, and then one day producers of a sports center type show put it together a virtual simulation between uh, Mason the Lion Dixon who's a young superstar heavyweight champion boxer against uh, you know Rocky Balboa when he, when he was in his prime and they say that Rocky would win the fight a virtual fight between these two uh, competitors and Rocky gets the idea you know what I may be old but I think I got one more fight in me I think I got something I can add to this so he applies for a boxing license, and sure enough, there becomes an exhibition match between Mason the Lion Dixon and Rocky Balboa. And man, let me tell you something. I haven't seen all the movies within the Rocky franchise. I've seen Rocky, Creed 1, Creed 2, and now this. But I must say, Rocky Balboa is a darn good sports movie. This is a really good movie with a strong, really good themes, a strong message, and Sylvester Stallone does a really good job in this. Not to say that he, I mean, he's played this character for four decades, so the guy knows what he's doing, but Rocky Balboa is something else. This is a really good film. If you have not seen Rocky Balboa, strongly recommend that you go out and see it. I'm going to give Rocky Balboa an 8 out of 10. I like the story, I like the themes, I like the message that it sends, I like the cast, you know, Sylvester Stallone, Milo Ventimiglia, you know, Rocky, you know, returns to the old neighborhood. He meets up with people he's known from his past. I like the, how they touch on the past and they celebrate 
some of the things that Rocky has done in his past, along with the relationship that he had with Adrian and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's a really good movie. I, I mean, if you are of a certain age, this film is going to make a bigger impact on you than it may some of the younger moviegoers, maybe some of the much younger Rocky fans. But man, I mean, I think any man, woman, or child could get something out of this movie. I really do. So yeah, Rocky Balboa, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I like where the story went. I like the the music. I like the score. Just everything about it, just really everything about it is just so emotionally powerful. So for me, if I had to rank the films that I've seen so far, haven't seen all of them yet, within the Rocky franchise, man, just barely does Creed 2 edge this out. But Creed 2 is top dollar. Rocky Balboa was right below that. Then Creed would be number three. And then the original Rocky... The first one would be at my would I would put it at number four. That is gonna do it for this episode of the Nerdcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Once again, my name is Ryan of Nerd Culture. But what did you think about these movies? What do you think about Red Dawn? Is it one of your favorite films of the 80s? What do you think of the cast? What do you think of the story? What do you think of Rocky Balboa? Where does it rank amongst your favorite sports films? Where does it rank among amongst your favorite Rocky movies? Leave any and all your thoughts in the comment section comments section below. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RyanRPM5. Check me out on Letterboxd at letterboxd.com slash RyanMovieBuff. You can find my list of movies there, some of the movies I've seen this year so far. I've seen a lot of movies for the first time this year, and it's been a great experience so far. Can't wait to see what comes next. A lot of videos are up on our YouTube channel right now. That's Nerd Culture. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at It's Nerd Culture. A lot of videos are up right now. we got more coming your way soon. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff. And thank you once again, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of the Nerdcast. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay strong, stay safe, and watch movies.